Twihards, welcome to our first ever Twilight episode. Yes, what better way to start off our Twilight series than with Bella and Edward, or is it Jacob? Do we ship it? Listen to find out. Hi everyone, I'm Devin. And I'm Steph. And welcome to the We Ship It Podcast, where Steph and I and our occasional guest, Gab and Goss, about our favorite and not-so-favorite ships of all time. Indeed, and today we're jumping into another special series. We've been talking about doing Twilight for how long now, Devin, since we've started so this? So long. Honestly. And it kind of got derailed from our original plan. We were originally planning to do this in the spooky-ish yes, more season. Yes, we were, but... and we've been so behind on posting that now we're in de- December, so this <laughs> yeah. is going to be a little bit of a holiday <laughs> thing, everyone, um, but it's one of those classics, you know, Twilight, for mm-hmm. millennials especially, just like Harry Potter was, and we did our Harry Potter series last year, um, or was it earlier this year? I don't even remember, but both of them kind of hold a special place in our hearts or a special place in the, ugh, I hate this part of people's brain. There's a lot of like back and forth <laughs> on it among millennials. Um, for me, though, it was one of those stories I always kind of went to the midnight premieres and to the Borders book parties, and I was a real twy hard. So I'm really excited for this today. Um, and Devin, what about you? Did you read Twilight when we were in high school? I read it in middle school. Did you really? I feel like that's when it became big. I think it became big when we were like... Uh, Maybe middle school. Eighth graders. Yeah. Middle, like, I feel like we were in middle school when this became like the big thing and our teachers were talking about it and they had like posters on the walls oh, and everything. Yeah. I was like... I, I got to see what this is about, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's been a long time, but it's still just... I still have I, Twilight I marathons. will say that Twilight is one of those uh, books that I read because I shared uh, my room with my older brother. And yeah. <laughs> it was one of those books that I read underneath the covers of You were, like, embarrassed. <laughs> That's great. I'm not going to lie. It was oh. one of those books that I read with a flashlight under my covers because I didn't want to wake him. But I was like, I oh, need you, to read like, this. Oh, you, like, page-turner, page-turner. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember. Um Oh, wow. Well, I'm excited then. This is going to be a good episode. But It's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, But today, not only are we talking about Bella and Edward, but we are joined by fabulous guests. So mm-hmm. welcome to the show, Marin and Aaron. Welcome, guys. <laughs> Yay. All right. So Marin is one half of the Remember Twilight podcast, which is the perfect bingeable podcast for anyone looking for a place to reminisce, laugh, cry, scream, and listen to two Twilight fans talk about Twilight. That sounds awesome. Uh, <laughs> Emily and Marin started at page one of Twilight and went through every single page of the entire Twilight saga book, so you don't have to. And they've also interviewed Stephanie Meyer, which we heard the story, and that was really cool. So Really cool. Very exciting. We'll have to chat about and that today. And jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And joining her today, for the first time, we have two podcasts on one episode. This is very exciting. Um, joining her is her lovely friend, Erin, one half of the My Skeptical Sister, um, who she co-hosts with her sister, Megan. Their podcast is a paranormal comedy show where they... They read listeners' paranormal stories, and Megan, who somehow doesn't believe in ghosts, <laughs> tries to debunk them. That is awesome. Well, yeah, we're super welcome excited to, you to have you both. Thank on. you. This is going to be a great show. So glad to be here. <laughs> All right. So now, before we start the show, 
we always like to ask a little question to get us started and just to get set the mood of conversation. So what are we thankful for this week, ladies? I'm going to go first. <laughs> oh, are you making me go first, Aaron? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so many things. Um, I'm, I think that this week I'm especially thankful um, for the fact that my kids go to such an awesome school and I feel very supported uh, in my life as far as my children go. Um, it's just, it's nice to be able to send them somewhere where I know they're going to be safe and with people who love them. Oh, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Um, I would say I'm most thankful for the fact that we are all finally getting over colds at my house and my school. I'm a teacher and it has been overrun with, Yes. I mean, I had a kid throw up in my oh, room gosh. last week, and it seems like maybe oh, no. we're getting past that a little yes, bit. Yes, so. I, I also can, yes. can uh, relate Thank to that. Thank God. There's so many kids that are just, like, running around, wiping their noses, and, like, keep it Everyone away. Everyone is sick. <laughs> keep it away. Yeah. <laughs> right. Stay away. <laughs> um, I'm thankful for brothers. My two brothers, one of which is getting married in a week and a half, which is super exciting. And then my other brother who will be home this Friday from college. So I'm just excited to see them and I'm thankful for our relationship and everything over the years. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You guys all had like (laughs) nice things to say. I'm thankful for tea, guys. (laughs) I talked about oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, true. No, I just, uh, it's a good comfort. True. It just gets in the right mood. You know, it settles you in when it's cold outside. So. Yeah, I should go make some tea. Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you. That's wonderful. Um, okay, so now mm. let's actually get into the show here. Um, I warned everyone that I have kind of a long summary to go through, so apologies in advance for this. It's also not very detailed, so if there's anything important I miss, just jump in and yell at me. <laughs> okay. So, Bella and Edward. Oh, firstly, which I keep forgetting to do recently, if you haven't read Twilight or watched the movies, we are going to be going into both plot details. So, spoiler (laughs) alert to everyone listening. Um, (laughs) Spoilers. If you care about that and you don't want to know the details, we're going to be talking about them today. Okay. So, for the summary, we meet Bella... A pretty normal teenager who goes to Forks High School after she moves in with her dad. Um, Her mom is now traveling with her boyfriend, Phil, and so Bella decides it would be best for her to move to Rainy Forks with her dad, Charlie. Um, At school, she meets Edward Cullen, who at first seems to despise her. And I can't wait to talk about this, because it's like the funniest part of the whole thing to me. Um, But of course, she's fascinated by him and his family of pale, beautiful people. Um, So one day, she almost gets hit by a car, and Edward saves her, and it's this whole, like, whoa, this guy can't be human thing. Um, It seems impossible, and then she kind of continues to question his humanity. Is this a god? Who is this? Um, So... 
Eventually, fast forward, we meet Jacob, um, an old friend who lives in La Push, a reservation kind of close by. Um, and spending some time with him and going to the beach with him and the others from La Push, she kind of learns a little bit about the mystical history of the cold ones, right? Um, so through those stories, she realizes that Edward is a vampire. <laughs> Say it. Say it out loud. <laughs> vampire. Um, so... <clears throat> Long story short, he tries to stay away from her. He can't do it. Um, they end up together, and, you know, Edward is pretty heroic at times. He saves her from this crazy vampire, James. Jane. Uh, Jane. <laughs> James. There is a Jane, but not yet. Um, James. And she almost dies at the end because James just needs her blood. But Edward saves her, um, and they pretty much are in love from the get-go. Like, these two have that soul kind of love. Um, in the second book, New Moon, Edward decides he's not good for Bella because that's his constant struggle, which I roll my eyes, and he leaves her. Now, instead of actually helping her to get healthier, this makes her spiral into depression. Um, but her one, like, light at the end of the tunnel is Jacob. She spends every day with Jacob in his garage building these motorcycles for really unhealthy reasons because she's trying to like see her apparitions of Edward come back essentially but she does all this adrenaline stuff it's whatever and because of that Edward gets or Alice gets a vision that Edward sees that she jumps off a cliff and he thinks she's dead so Edward decides oh my gosh she's dead I'm gonna go to the Volturi and have them kill me but uh, Bella finds him just in time saves his life and he (laughs) says I'll never leave you alone again Sure, Edward. Uh, Okay, so that's New Moon. Jacob's really pissed off. He learns that he's a werewolf. He's sad because he loves Bella, all of that. Um, In Eclipse, we see Jacob sort of wanting Bella. We see Victoria coming in, trying to kill her. And we learn more about the Cullens' past. So it's really a, a big growth and development book in the series. But we do get a lot of little Bella and Edward moments throughout. Um, in the end, though, even the wolves and vampires who are sworn enemies team up to protect her. And lastly, Breaking Dawn, which there's a lot to talk about <laughs> in Breaking Dawn. Uh, Belle and Edward get married. <laughs> they come back from their honeymoon, realize Bella is pregnant with a half-human, half-vampire baby. <laughs> Love this stuff. Um, over time, Bella really stands up for this child. Everyone else is like, you shouldn't let this kid kill you. And she's like, no, I'm going to, you know, have this child. And the child does almost kill her, in fact. But in the nick of time, Edward changes her into a vampire to save her life. And thus, Renesmee is born. In the end, they have to prove to the Volturi the child poses no threat. And they all live happily ever after. Oh, yeah. And Jacob, like, imprints on Bella's baby daughter. <laughs> no big deal. Which is something we will fine. also talk about. Okay. And Stephanie, when you put it all that way, it feels a little embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not embarrassing at all. This is serious stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Honestly, I, I, I have a love, not a love-hate. I, I love Twilight. But there are some moments I'm like, oh, my gosh. And that's what this show is going to be all about It's just those moments so that's my mini summary very very impressive. Impressive. that was really, really thank good. you i tried <laughs> i couldn't have done that thank you i tried my best <laughs> yeah let's get this rolling so first things first edward hero or stalker 
<sighs> what are our thoughts? <laughs> yes, it can. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say when I was reading it the first time, it did not bother me that he was a stalker. And me neither. I was I'm a little bit embarrassed when you were talking about reading them in middle school because I'm clearly older <laughs> I'm so than you. Sorry. I read these <laughs> it's okay. I read these um, as a newly married woman with I was Aww. pregnant. I was about seven months pregnant with my firstborn and I would come home from work and read them nonstop. So I was old enough to realize that his behavior wasn't <laughs> but you didn't healthy. Care. But I was fully swept up. I was like, oh. You're like, but if it's If anyone fine. would ever just sneak into my bedroom and watch you on my phone, that's romantic. That's wrong. But my brain was We there. understand. That is so good. I mean, I want to be perfectly clear before we even go on even a little bit further. I am Team Edward, yeah. and Aaron right now is wearing a shirt that Ooh. says Team Edward, as big as it could be on it. Like, mm-hmm. we are we are Edward stands. I, I will just say. I mean, am I right, Aaron? I don't mean to speak for you, but... Ab- absolutely. I didn't even... I didn't think you all were going to be able to see me. This is just what I wear every night. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes! Like a shirt. Here's the thing, though. I, I was also um, not a child when I read it. I was <laughs> in my very late 20s. And, but Emily, my co-host, was your guys' okay. age. She was in junior high, and she's the whole reason I, I read it at all. Um, I did not think he was a stalker back then, and I still don't think he's a stalker <laughs> to this day. Um, although Good. I have had plenty of people send me very angry emails I'm about sure. that. I, I stand... I stick to my <laughs> my guns. Is that... Uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty sweet, you know? He was a... <laughs> He wasn't really stalking. He's he just, just Edward. You just have to know. Him, <laughs> you you got to know him first. And then right. <laughs> <laughs> to know him is and to love him. She was never upset when she found out. If she had been freaked no. out at all, then it's a totally different scenario. Absolutely. But. Also, like, Edward in his nature can't not be a stalker. He, like, hears everything everyone is saying. So Except it's for like, this one girl. He's not really a stalker. He's just, <laughs> well, yeah. No, I'm saying, like, He's he's more of a hero because he's interacting mm-hmm. in a way that no one else can. He hears everything that's going on and he he acts in such a way that I think I think it's justified <laughs> for his never sleeping and hearing everyone's thoughts. I, I would call him a hero. Although, you know, if someone was watching me sleep, I <laughs> I would not react as Bella did. I mean, <laughs> but I can say Oh, I just oh, think it would depend on who was watching me sleep, to be honest. I mean, if I like him, True. and if it's a boy I like, and I said this on my podcast, like, uh, definitely there are people who I wanted to sneak in and watch sleep, and I wasn't a weirdo stalker. <laughs> I wasn't Aww. going to hurt them. It's just that with Edward, it's like, right. specifically, he cannot hear her thoughts, and so that is the most intriguing right. thing right. in the universe. Like, to just sit there in silence, yes. it's like, ugh, what a and, gift and he to is able to girl. see, he's able to get more out of her almost when she's sleeping because she sleep talks <laughs> so he's able to like get her at yes, her most vulnerable how nature great is that? Uh, yeah. so I guess mm-hmm. that's a plus 
which again is kind of stalkery. I mean, really, the more you talk about it, the more you're talking into it. But But, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) That's funny. Well, I think his natural instinct is is protection. Ultimately, like I could joke all day because. Yeah, and but even I do in, think he's even a protector. In, uh, I think Midnight he's Sun, not he, he says that the reason he's a, he's going in there is to protect her, to watch over her, make sure that nothing happens Spiders. to her. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> I have to say this too before we go any further. When you brought up that you're Team Edward and you're just dropping it there, <laughs> I had a throwback. And Devin, I don't even know if you knew this about me. I had a life-size yes, Edward yes, I do Cullen remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I completely just must have kept that out of my head for years and years, and it just came back to me when you said that. I'm like, I guess that I'm, I guess he was kind of watching me sleep all these years. Like, I had one that we would sneak into my girlfriend's house. Like, we yes. would always try to hide that's it in hilarious. somebody else's house. What happened house to those cutouts? We, we never, down. like, we, there's, cutouts aren't a thing anymore. anyways but i also agree that they are he is both hero and stalker um he he clearly saves her life Mm. multiple times but he's also on the spectrum of stalking (laughs) (laughs) yeah sure you're treading that line between hero (laughs) and uh no he 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 does it for the right purpose that's where i'm gonna leave it (laughs) And she's into it. It's fine. His intentions yes, are clear. Yes. He's very sweet. And he and he he does reveal that he does it. It's not like he hides it from her. Oh my gosh! I mean, honestly, the second Bella finds out, she's like, come "Yeah, exactly." Like, are you going to be up there? Over. Are you going to come visit me? Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Oh, she is. She's funny. She's also a little bit of a stalker oh, sometimes. Yeah. She's like, where is Edward at lunch? I don't know. It's like, all right. <laughs> they just love each other. Okay. So the next question we have here is, what is the best and worst element of their relationship? So, okay. Obviously, I think the best thing about their relationship is that Edward is able to kind of bring out the best in Bella Um, He sees the best in her, and he appreciates it, and he uh, is very supportive of her. Um, And and also, she really becomes herself through him. Like, she really, like, figures out who she is and who, you know, what what she wants. And her life becomes kind of, I've talked about this before, where uh, it's almost like she reaches her full potential, finally, when she... Uh, ends up marrying him over the year that they know each other. <laughs> um, but then yeah. um, the, the thing that I really, really don't like about their relationship, and it, it comes real quick and then it ends abruptly, is when Edward gets really, really possessive in Eclipse and he, you know, he like, he, he breaks her car, he won't, he doesn't want her to hang out with Jacob, and she has to hide her relationship right. with Jacob from Edward and that's obviously toxic and yucky and gross and I think a lot of people Mm -hmm. uh, take that one little aspect and they're like well look like he's abusive but it's like no he's not I mean that's very immature but it's it's far from abusive uh, in their situation he's just trying Mm -hmm. to protect her obviously he knows that Jacob's a monster sure I mean I wish people would look at it more of like it's literally a fantasy guys (laughs) let's take into account that he's trying to protect her from a monster he's not trying to keep her from her best friend a literal (laughs) monster so yeah to me those are the two things 
Yeah. True. I would say, um, I mean, their crazy intense love for each other is, you know, why we all love it when we come back for it and we want to be swept in that romance. Uh, The thing that always bugs me is that she, because she is so obsessed with him, and I don't blame her. I mean, he's a (laughs) dreamboat, but I mean, she doesn't nourish any other friendship. And I think female friendship is so incredibly important uh, to have somebody, you know, Jacob is her other best friend who is in love with her. So it's not like she can go to him. And there's that one scene and it's so underplayed, but when she goes and fills out invitations with Angela, Mm -hmm. I love that scene. It's like, you know what? I forgot. That's not in the movies, it's not, is it's it? It's a deleted yeah. scene. You Angela can find it really in the is her scene, like, real just supporter. Like, right. Just sit yeah. and be like, listen, I got to mm-hmm. gripe about this guy. You need that. 100%. Um, I think Seven? one thing that really um, is stand out of, with these two is their constant... Um, they're constantly trying to protect each other, which I think is important. Yeah. Um, and like, oh, it's yes. not just a one-sided, like, I need to protect you. It's also like, she feels the need to also protect him and his secret and um, what and stop him from revealing his secret. And um, so there's, there's this constant, like, protective nature with their love, which I think is really cool. Um, the downside to that is that mm-hmm. they are almost too dependent on each other um like they can't live without the other and we see that happen um and it's not healthy for either of them and we'll talk more about that later um but the the dependency of each other is definitely one thing that is a big hindrance for them um and that they have to struggle with overcoming yeah um i totally agree i put down for this that I really love how we, we kind of mentioned this before but even though he can't read her thoughts and she obviously can't read his <laughs> thoughts they kind of know what each other are thinking a lot of the Maybe. time mm-hmm. um, I think we get more of those thoughts about oh I know exactly how Edward is feeling in this moment in the book like we, we get those types of sentiments more in the book than we do in the movies and I just think because I just reread the books too I love book Bella and Edward. Mm -hmm. I really, really do. I think they're on the same page, on the same wavelength. They know what the other person is thinking once they get over that original hump of, oh my gosh, you're a vampire. I've been trying to figure that out. After that, they're very much on the same page. Um, What I don't like is also what Devin said, the dependency thing. Um, In every relationship, there is dependency, right? But I think it's the complete inability to be independent for any amount of time. What Aaron was saying, too. Mm-hmm. That she's not able to have her own life apart from being a part of his. Yeah. And and I think it's kind of a huge problem that Edward doesn't really trust her at her word sometimes. Like, when she's like, no, like, if you leave me, I'm not going to get better. Like, <laughs> I, it doesn't bother me that you're a vampire. Like, he doesn't believe that. He's, like, so insecure about himself. But he also doesn't trust that she could feel that way and that it's not actually better for him to leave. Um, and I'm just sort of like, you gotta have that trust, man. Like, otherwise this isn't gonna work over forever, um, essentially. <laughs> and I think literally. with her, she she's insecure too. I think that she's insecure because she's a human and he's a vampire. And she's like, I'll never be like 
this perfect goddess and he's like i want you as you are so it's like these little things that every relationship goes through um insecurities dependency they end up on a healthier page at the end for sure um i just don't know if they resolve it before she actually becomes a vampire like i think it kind of takes her getting on that same level for them to like really hash it out um that issue mm. but i do think it ends up being fixed i, I just think see they that are as at the their best problem. when they are both of the same nature which is vampire. agreed yeah <laughs> um so with that whose choice should it be for bella to become a vampire bella's <laughs> Bellas. Scream about should it. always be in control of their body 100 <laughs> yeah. percent. and i think at the same time um i also wanted to sort of with this talk about um do you think it would have worked if edward got his wish and she would have been a human and he would have been a vampire do you think that they would have lasted through her life um Jeez, I, I'm pretty sure that Emily and I have talked about this uh, several times. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. Um, I think the thing that makes them work so well is that they are technically the same age and the same maturity level. Mm-hmm. I think that if mm-hmm. Bella had been yeah. able to age as a human, her maturity level would have changed so much that it would have been really difficult for them to keep on the same page that we were just talking about. I mean, the whole reason that they are so codependent and so everything that we had just barely talked about on the last question is because they're the same age. They're teenagers. They're not full grown adults (laughs) with like full functioning like frontal cortexes. Like they're just not like they're teenagers (laughs) Mm -hmm. who still haven't even learned how to take care of themselves, let alone each other. And so they, they have to lean on each other constantly for everything. And Edward is never going to (laughs) mature past that. I mean, he really comes a long way after Bella becomes a vampire, and I'm real proud of him for it, you know? But (laughs) they're always going to be young at heart. And I think Mm -hmm. it would have been weird if Bella had been, like, 35 and, like, wow, I'm a full-grown woman with totally different wants and desires than when I was 17, and still I am married to a 17-year-old. I exactly. mean, she would have still loved <laughs> him, but it would have been weird. And, you know, sometimes I refer sure. to him weird. as her uh, teenage husband, but it's like, that's true. Is what it is. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no. yeah, I don't think it, it could have worked. I mean, it would have had to, because I can't imagine them not together yeah. in any capacity. Right. But at the same time, while she was mortal, there was always a, a problem. Some danger always came because of mm-hmm. their relationship. So... I feel like they just wouldn't have been able to make it forever. Yeah. Yeah. Not only would it be. You know what's sad about that though too. And I hadn't really like, I'm sure I've gotten here before. I I don't remember anything I've ever said on remember twilight. So I could have said, all (laughs) but I feel like, um, Edward, uh, he never would have lost his initial strong connection to Bella, no matter what she would have done. So, I think that it would have ended with him having to die somehow or another if she would have stayed mortal. And that's Mm. just too sad. We can't have that. 
<laughs> can't have yeah, that. Yeah, no. Can't have that kind of ending. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't think it really would have worked. Um, and also, I think it should have been Bella, totally Bella's choice, and it was. I think we talked about this um, on the Carlisle and Esme episode that we just recorded about how Carlisle kind of chose for other people... Um, and, and, like, he was saving their lives. Like, this is the struggle that I have is, like, Carlisle doesn't really have a bad bone in his body. Like, he's just a good guy and he's a moral character. But, like, still, Rosalie wouldn't have chosen what he chose. And Edward, I don't think, would have chosen the life that Carlisle chose. So it's very interesting because this is a different question, right? This is Bella who totally wanted to be a vampire. Mm-hmm. But it's just something that I've thought a lot about especially since learning Rosalie's story in the third book, it's like, wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because then Edward's grappling with this about Bella. Like, I know you feel like you want to be a vampire, but you really don't. You know, like, that's his feeling. Will you always? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a big Um, deal. But yeah, no, I agree. I think it should have been and always, and it eventually turned into being Bella's decision in the end. Um I do have to hand it to Edward in the way that, like, he does have experience with this. Like, he knows what he's talking about when it comes to, like, I mean, he's been doing this for a hundred years, so um, <laughs> he know he yeah. knows and uh, understands like what this has a toll on. Um, so yeah. I get where he's coming from, but ultimately, it should have come down to what she wanted, and I, I'm glad that they mm-hmm. even still like made it a family decision in the sense of that too. Um, I don't know how I feel about like putting up to a vote situation, but yeah, oh my gosh, because <laughs> uh, that puts everyone else on the spot. But yeah, I but I mean, what? Bella, Bella's a really analytical person, and so she really wants you know all of the information and yeah. all of the you know she she just wants to know what her she considers them siblings pretty much immediately. So she mm-hmm. wants to yeah. know, like, what do my siblings feel about this? Like, I already know how I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's, I mean, I, I'm always up for a family fight, so it's pretty good <laughs> for me. But, yeah, I think it's great that, um, it does come down to her decision in the end. And then also that Edward just, uh, he just really like, respects her so much and and goes for it he does i just i'm sorry guys i just love him so much (laughs) (laughs) hey we're gonna talk about that in a minute let's get to it man all right upon first read which we already kind of know the answer but let's dive deeper were you team edward or team jacob has that changed why and while we're at it how do you think that person was better for bella in the end Okay, I'm jumping in here. This is funny because <laughs> I I feel like Twilight, I am dyslexic, so I didn't read a lot as a kid. Okay. Um, I got into Harry Potter, and then that finally made me start reading, but I even read those out loud with my sister so she could read most of it because mm. I'm not a reader. But my friends were like, you're going to love this book. And I, thought, <laughs> I don't know anything about vampires. It does not sound interesting. But because I didn't know about vampire werewolf lore, mm-hmm. I didn't even consider Jacob as a person who of interest for her. I read the first book in like two days and I called my friend and I was like, oh my gosh, it's the best book. She was like, well, which team are you on? I was like, what team? What there's, do you one, mean? there's one man. I don't know what you're talking about. She was like, no, that's a whole thing. There's a team. So then I'm reading the second book and I'm like, 
who is this big dog? Like, is it somehow <laughs> going to be Edward? That's weird. Do werewolves and vampires... I mean, do, what's happening? I was totally in the dark for too long. I mean, it's embarrassing how long it took me. So I was clearly Team Edward the whole time. I was in a panic during go. the second book. Like, he is coming back, right? I almost read the last line. Just be like, he will come back. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and why do you think Edward was better for her? Um, He just gets her more i do think that jacob hold on <clears throat> sorry i've been muting every time i've done that so there's gonna be You're good. <laughs> audio. Uh, i think that there was a time where jacob could have been perfect for her if edward was not an in the a, picture yeah if he wasn't in the picture and jacob never had to turn into a werewolf where he went through major changes mm-hmm. he was their relationship was so beautiful when he was just a kid and she was just a kid and they were great but i don't know i don't think he ever took her as seriously as he needed to with um you know as a fully developed person (laughs) yeah so man aaron when you started your story i thought you were going to tell me that you were team jacob at first and i was like what is Uh, happening (laughs) (laughs) i'm so so team edward i didn't even think there was another team (laughs) (laughs) i was always team edward always and i think the reason why is because i had a jacob Like, when I was a teenager, I had a best, best, best friend, soulmate type of best friend, and we were awesome, and everybody was like, you guys are just, like, so connected, you know, and I was like, we absolutely are, and then I met Mark, (laughs) who I ended up marrying, yeah, and I feel like uh, I went through this, and, you know, Mark's not a superhuman vampire, unfortunately, but he is very <laughs> awesome, <Yeah>. and <laughs> we have a you beautiful life together. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I have had dreams about that, but mm. uh, <laughs> like I had a Jacob, and I know that like our we still are best friends to this day. You know, me and my my best friend from high school, and mm-hmm. we still hang out every time he comes to town, and we're buddies, but. I was I was supposed to be with Mark. I mean, and you know, I don't have any strong religious beliefs or anything like that. But there's just this—you just know sometimes, you know. And I just knew so that Mark was my guy, and that. Uh, and so when I read it, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, Bella, honey, I know what you're going through. Like, it's so hard. <laughs> yeah, you really love this friend, but it's not the same. It's just the not same. the same. Yeah, yeah. and um." Who do I think was better for Bella? Well, obviously, Edward. You know, I just feel like he he really helped her reach her full potential in a lot of ways. It's really yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I... The thing is, don't hate me, all right? <laughs> <laughs> when I read these books and the movies were coming out, I thought Taylor Lautner was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> he is okay, very no, cute. But truth- he is. He's cute. But so, I obviously, I was Team Edward. I knew it. he was Endgame. I knew it. But there were times where I was annoyed at Edward, and I was like, well, maybe there are characteristics that Jacob has 
that Edward does not have in this moment, and I'm kind of mad for him that he's just like being such a great guy. Like I think it was right at the end of New Moon or whatever when she went right back to Edward. There were no questions asked, and like yeah, she tried to keep the friendship with Jacob. She was like trying her hardest, and she did okay. Like Bella really didn't. She didn't really lead him on the worst that she could. I think she was just grasping out for someone she needed, but I felt really mad for him. I was like, he was such a good friend to you. Um, he, like, never judged you for going through this. Like, ultimately, though, after the third book, I understood why Edward was better for Bella, um, even though I kind of had this little, like, oh, Taylor Lawton. <laughs> but also, um, I, I felt bad for him. In the end, I think it was Eclipse and then finally Breaking Dawn that I was like, oh, yeah, their end game. And it's because of what we talked about before. Edward's like a great protector. Um, all he cares about is Bella's safety before himself at any moment. Like, he's like, is Bella safe? Where is she? Like, he's not... He doesn't want her to become a vampire to, you know, for his own selfish reasons. He he wants her to do what makes her happy, and that's that's why he loves her. And that's how he shows that he loves her, is by letting her make these choices and just, like, supporting her and loving her. So I ultimately think he's endgame. Yeah. I'm a Team Edward gal. Yeah. But I just... Jacob has moments. No, I really get it. I really, really get it from my own perspective. It makes perfect sense to me, but I'm really glad that you said the words out loud, but after Eclipse, because what he does to her in Eclipse is unforgivable to me. It's it's like that's... He, yeah. Uh, I mean, there are chapters in Eclipse that Emily and I have put paper clips on and they are closed to us for the rest of our lives it's just like nope we yeah. never need to read this chapter again it's fine i've done it it's yep. in my head forever it's closed now they're closed chapters and we're done yeah. and because it was so disturbing to see somebody who we loved and kind of you know you always kind of root for the underdog the the jacob but yeah for him to literally sexually assault Bella it just he just crossed the line I know it was just too oh much. yeah see I didn't even think about these things yeah. like these are things I just shut out it, you because need I'm like to, to protect ourselves you need to. <laughs> yeah right? yeah I guess like Jacob goes through his own weird like figuring things out too I mean he's a werewolf and I'm just like there are moments I just shut out like yeah. you're right yeah <laughs> you're like yeah. Bella you compartmentalized it <laughs> you were like yeah. that sucked <laughs> that's it <laughs> so I'm gonna be the bad kid oh no <laughs> now that you guys had a good talk <laughs> um, <laughs> so my first read I was a huge team Jacob I think Whoa. I don't know why I was just like like when you were young yeah it was it was just like he's the underdog I'm always I always root for the underdog kind of deal because I felt like I was the underdog. <laughs> like I don't know. Like it was always just like this. Um, I don't know. He needs somebody to root for him, so like I'll be you, that guy. <laughs> did you still feel that way after you finished Breaking Dawn? Like, did you get all the way through the series and still be like, man, no. I'm Team Jacob? Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. no. So <laughs> it it does eventually change, but mm-hmm. during the first reading up until like the ending of the saga. I was always um, on his side. And then um, now that I've reread them, <laughs> I can <laughs> I can see why. Um, so here's, if I had to choose, I think she needs a break. 
and then she can jump back in. But if I had to choose between the two, uh, I'd choose Edward now because I, I can't stop seeing Jacob as this whiny 15-year-old that's just <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I want to be with my crush and you're not letting me yeah. be with my crush. <laughs> and wah, wah, wah. Like, I couldn't like not hear him just whining the entire time. He was whining. Um, so that's where I'm at. <laughs> um, but, well, at least you're but honest. But honestly, <laughs> bet, who's better? I don't know. I, like, like I said, I think Bella needs to work on her like self-love first, and then Cliff jump back into the dating waters. Um, yeah. There's a good pun there for uh, all the Cliff jumping fans. Um, the fact that she came... <laughs> The fact that she became a shell of herself after um, her first big breakup goes to show how dependent she was on Edward and then also Jacob. Like, she she literally went from dependency on one person to dependency on another person, and it's not healthy in either way. So right. she definitely it's very needs... very teenage girl. Yes. She definitely needs, like, a nice little break. You know, I focus on yourself. Talk about how incredible that page turning the first time you got to it. Oh my gosh. I I was blown away. I just Mm -hmm. got chills. And then they did a beautiful job in the movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, it's so good. Incredible. Can I? I I (laughs) love those. I love what you're saying, Devin. I I feel like there's a lot of talk about Team Edward, Team Jacob. You know, and and the fight between Team it. Bella. Let's but talk yes, about Team that for Bella. a moment. <laughs> I am, I'm really, really loving this. Like, whoop! Let's go this way instead because this goes back to like, would it have worked out with Edward and Bella? And I don't think it would have. I also don't think it would have worked out with Jacob and Bella. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I just think that like Bella wouldn't have ended up with either one of them in a normal circumstance because she really would have just figured out who she was and changed her whole life by, by becoming an adult as we do you know so i mean some people do yeah. end up with yes. their, like as soon as she met edward it was like oh you're my future i have nothing else to live for exactly. and i was like Oh. Girl, you're 17. <laughs> what is this? There's so much more to live for. <laughs> yeah, no, I love this train of thought. Like, um, there's a really great fanfic that my friend Pam sent me. I can't remember who it's by, mm. but it's a really nice look at like if Edward had never come back and Bella just ended up, you know, like working at a bookstore for the rest of her life and didn't ever get married to anyone. And just kind of like stayed in Forks and hung around and was everybody's favorite like bookstore lady. And it was. Did you say it was a fan fiction? It's a fan fic, yeah. And it's one of my favorites because I was yeah. like, that's really interesting because all I've ever thought mm-hmm. about is Edward Jacob, Edward Jacob. But then I was just like, Jacob, what about yeah. Bella? Like, she would have just <laughs> been like chilling with Charlie and, you know, having her own mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Instead also, of. Also, Charlie, the real shout out. Uh, Charlie (laughs) that guy has gone through some stuff (laughs) like when I think and really we see it from Bella and Edward's perspective of like Bella having nightmares and like blah 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 but think of what Charlie went through watching his daughter spiral like that and then he lets the guy come back into his house if I was Charlie sock him like that that would make me so mad after all that time to see bella go through that and, and then he, charlie's and then he learns like the truth and has to let not he, he's he yeah. kind of like tells him don't tell me the, the entire truth mm-hmm. just tell me what yeah. you need to and i'm like good yeah. on you but like God bless. <laughs> what a guy amazing yeah. <laughs> that's awesome he's he's the goat 
I love him. <laughs> He's the guy. <laughs> he really is. But shout out to fan fiction too because we I loved fan fiction and this was one of my go-tos was always it's Twilight Harry yeah. Potter that were like <laughs> bookmarked on my and Doctor Who, but nice. that's because I'm a nerd. I haven't really read very much, but every once in a while somebody will send me one and I'll just be like, Yeah, that's good. So mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> God love All right, it. So moving on, what are your thoughts on Edward's clean break from Forks? Is this the right move for either of them? Like when he leaves the midnight in a new moon? Is that what you're talking yes. about? Yes. No, it's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, woo! <laughs> and what is so annoying is that we learn in Midnight Sun that he knows that's going to happen. And he mm-hmm. sees through Alice's vision that she is going to shut down and he still thinks that he still does it yeah which is again him making a huge life-altering decision for her which pisses me off (laughs) pisses me off too yeah Uh, you're right yeah i i ditto everything that aaron just said i think it's shitty and oh Am I allowed to say a swear on your podcast? I'll change it. Trust me, you're allowed. Devin used to tell me not to, and it was it did not work. Anyway, okay, I stand by what I said. <laughs> I stand by what I said. It was a it was it's bad, shitty. and um, it was bad for both of them. And it makes me mad because he he did know he he knew what was going to happen. Ugh, I can't. It was so yeah. bad. It honestly is hard to read. This is one of the few books that I think portrays depression well, actually. At least young adult books. Like, it it portrays it accurately, what people go through. Like, she just shut down. And I think there's a few times you turn the page and it's just like a month has gone by, right? It's like November, December. December. (laughs) And it's like, truly, like, uh, that, I felt it while I was reading it. And it really, it made me mad because I was like... And he was gone for a long time. Like, I don't e- Do we even know if he came back to check on her at any point? Like, if I were him, I'd be, like, constantly checking on no, I her. Think so. I think if he ever came back, he wouldn't be able to stay away. Yeah. He wouldn't have left, I think, I think right? That, I think and he says that. Like, if I would have... There were times I wanted to go back just to, like, check. And he kept sure getting closer towards the yeah. end. He was. I know. And I'm like, dude, if you're feeling this way... What are you doing? See, like, you don't have to right do there, this to yourself. That right there is the crux of the problem is that... If it had truly been like, oh, I don't want to be with you, we're not a good match, then yes, Mm -hmm. clean break is the way to do it, because Bella will get through it eventually. But that wasn't what was happening. He was just, like, making some arbitrary decision based on something that, oh, I'm a bad guy, whatever, like, oh, it was not okay. Like I keep putting you in danger. Well, yeah, you do. And the way that he did it. When I reread the books, I kind of forgot, like, put out of my head when he took her into the woods. And just left her? Great idea, man. Take her out into the woods, this, like, klutzy girl. Okay, it is bad, but she could see her house Mm -hmm. from... I know. She could see her house. Not the point. Not the point, Aaron. Edward is not that bad. It is so awful. But ultimately, and then as I was reading it, I was like, wow. Like, and he, it must have killed him. I would love to get a Midnight Sun version of New Moon. I've, that would be. I have gone back and forth on whether or not I want it. It would be the worst book to read. <laughs> oh yeah, It'd be horrible. But, I, 
but I, 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 want I always it. want it. I want everything from his me. perspective <laughs> because you get everybody's thoughts. I love yeah. that. Me too. Me too. Um, Emily and I, I just thought it was. Believe that oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Both, Emily and I just believe that he just spent the entire time face down in an alley, just. <laughs> I just laying, just probably. planking it out the yeah. entire time. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, what he did was cruel. Um, he promised her he wouldn't leave her, and he like don't make promises you know you can't keep. And he knew he wasn't going to keep. Correct. It. He saw he the it. he saw from Alice's vision that this was bound to happen or going to happen in the near future, and he promised her promises her at the end of twilight like don't worry i'm not gonna leave you again like um i'll I'll always be next to you like um this so this decision affects her his own life his family's life family's lives and it's not good for anyone involved Um, right it's really the audacity that he believed he loved her more (laughs) <laughs> like she couldn't love him that much hold on I love the you audacity. more so I'm gonna leave you yes Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm gonna suffer but you'll be fine you'll get over it no have you been in this relationship like what is wrong with you yeah. the audacity of Edward Cullen <laughs> <laughs> truly though <clears throat> alright now we get the fun part how did the movies meet your expectations or ruin them well i did read the books before i saw the movies um good i uh, how do i put this delicately i (laughs) thought rob pattinson was a great big weirdo and i could not believe that they were casting him (laughs) as edward i was like what really what is happening i wasn't a fan of his Mm -mm, either nope um however once i watched them i was like oh he's a great big weirdo like edward it's okay (laughs) makes sense he did a good job of being um very edward very 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 edward from beginning of twilight to end of breaking dawn he was so edward um i thought Kristen stewart was an awesome bella um perfect yeah amazing uh i am the type of person who just likes to watch a movie so i'm never very critical about the difference between movies and books i like to i will say that i like to watch the movie first and then read the book but that was not reality with these ones because i read the books Mm. as they came out so um i was not disappointed in them i really really loved them i felt like Uh, where they filmed them in Oregon was absolutely perfect. Uh, It looked Mm -hmm. exactly like I envisioned it. Um, A lot of the scenes looked exactly like. And then I just think Twilight was so well done with the the blue filter and the the silliness and the the over-the-top and the the, all of it the actors, over the yes, for the, in like such a good way. All of the actors being free to just really commit to those characters, like they did not shy away from committing to those characters. Like, oh, no. it's it's kind of incredible to get such a group of like young, beautiful actors together who are just like committed. Like none of them were embarrassed. All of them just did it and did the best they could do. And I love the movies. So I'm a big fan of the movies they did not uh, ruin anything for me. I loved them. 
Uh, the first one I always compare to feeling like I'm watching a high school play rehearsal. <laughs> I concur with that statement. Sorry. I'm like the whole time I watch. Marin, I love now, your love, your your passion I'm for these. <laughs> but uh, the first movie I watched, like first this, one. Every time I watch it, like, oh, to, it's so embarrassing. If you want to see something wonderful, Erin did a really great TikTok Twilight reaction <laughs> series. This last oh my summer, gosh. you everybody should get onto Erin's TikTok and watch her Twilight reaction series. It's oh, I will. Oh, awesome. it's yeah, I compared like what I what I think the movies left out. What they could have done better was <laughs> what I went through. I was suffering through COVID, and I was. Aww. Uh, it was rough. Um, but I I love I love the second movie on. I really I love all of them. I mean I'm like I hate love the first movie, but mm-hmm. I'll still watch it anytime i'm like sick or it's raining or i've got right. like two hours i'm like i'll throw it on but and now my kids are starting to watch it with me so oh, that's been fun. pretty funny um my nephew who's six loves them he <laughs> thinks they're the coolest movies in the whole world <laughs> so it's great i love watching them with him but um yeah the first movie i love it but i'm embarrassed by it and then the other movies <laughs> you're embarrassed I, to love it <laughs> yes the other movies i love guilty pleasure oh, i love them yeah, especially New Moon. I don't know what it is about New Moon. It's probably my least favorite book because it's so sad, but the movie is so good. Mm. The soundtracks are good. Yeah, they are. Good. That's honestly one of the things I love. So I, I love these movies. I could marathon them anytime. I I'm just gonna put that out there. I think the makeup is a little weird sometimes. <laughs> I, they could have done better on the, the makeup. Hair. Uh, the, the hair, wigs. Carlisle Carlisle's looking a little with bangs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good because that's a beautiful man. How do you how do you screw that up? I don't know. Right? Could but you make Carlisle ultimately, have black hair. I I think I could get past it. Just yeah, it's fine. Why are you trying to make Peter Petronelli a blonde? He's beautiful. I know. But so I ultimately think you're right. The actor's amazing. Like, I love Ashley Green. I love Alice. I think she's perfect. Mm-hmm. I think Bella's great. Edward did good. You know, he's great. <laughs> um, Taylor Lautner was a good Jacob. That, I think that's what it is. It's well casted. It is well casted. Um, I love the scenery. The soundtrack is awesome. But they're a little cheesy. But that's kind of what I like. Like, that's what I want from these movies. Um, so they did not disappoint me. I just thought some of the moments where I was like, you know, like the spider monkey or whatever. <laughs> oh, <yeah. thing. laughs> Hold on, spider monkey. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right. Actors, you know, choice or whatever you're doing over there. But did he see he say spider monkey in the book? No. Right? No. Like, no. <laughs> no, he did not. Okay. I think it's hilarious that he's willing to put her up in a tree. And like, there's that whole scene where there's like the camera, like spinning around this tree as they're like climbing up. I'm like, he would not. Edward would not no. put her in a freaking tree. Like, She's the clumsiest being me? ever. The no. last person who should be in a tree is Bella Swan. <laughs> it's the truth. Um, but they definitely get better throughout the series. Um, like Harry expressed, I think the first one is good. <laughs> But it doesn't necessarily age all that well <laughs> in comparison <laughs> to the other ones. Um, yeah. My biggest thing is that I don't feel like they got Bella's character down in the first one because she's not like I like book Bella better than movie yes. Bella. Like I don't think they got I her character down correct. 
she's not funny at all in the movies. No, she's, she's not, she doesn't really have a personality books. in the movies. Yeah. And I, that's and true. I'm like, what, they do joke together like, a little what bit. Does, in, what does Edward in like in Bella in the movies? Because you don't really see... Like, she's supposed to be at least, like, friendly Witty. and bubbly at times. And, like, she's analytical, like Marin said. Like, mm-hmm. but you don't get that in the movie and i think there's even like he asks her a question and and she like stumbles over her own words or something like that i'm like that's not bella like (laughs) come on now i love this point that you're making and i think it it is the biggest thing i think this is where i'll come around to the question where it's like where did it meet your expectations or ruin them is Mm -hmm. that um i fell in love with these characters because we all feel like we are bella or whoever and Mm -hmm. A lot of people watch the movie who haven't read the books, and immediately they're like, oh, no, absolutely not. They, she has no right. personality, mm-hmm. and he's a stalker. And so they took out all of the relationship stuff and just put Correct. in the, like... <laughs> the plot. Yeah, the weird stuff. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think that, that that lent itself to all of the hate. That's where all the hate mm-hmm. came from. Yeah. It was from people who hadn't read the books and hadn't really, or who had yeah. and who were very critical of Stephanie Meyer's yeah. writing. And whatever. I don't know if that was a write like a writer issue. I don't know if that was a director issue because yeah, I, I think they're both decent actors. I just mm-hmm. don't know if yeah. they were given good direction. Well, you know what it might be too, Devin. This always kind of happens. Is we don't get as much of Bella's thought process in the Correct. movie either. Correct, and that's either. usually a big like, issue is that you have the first-person narrator and then yeah. it's difficult to, like, translate that into a film, which I totally... I, I agree with that. If I ever but that is kind of the actress I'm going to do a series. I <laughs> do it over. <laughs> of Netflix where, like, every chapter is an episode. There you go. Oh, it'd be so good. <laughs> Who would be Edward? Oh, my Who'd God. I'm not good now? at I'm so <laughs> old Bella now. I don't know any of the cool... <laughs> I'd have to ask my 13-year-old. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's great. Um, so, yeah, I think there were great moments mm-hmm. in the first one, but I don't think it really felt whole. Um, and then they kind of get better. I mean, the lighting gets better in. <laughs> I, I, d- I don't as much as Marin said that she likes the blue effect. I, do I don't really do. care for it. I like I like that you get to see color in the other ones. <laughs> um, uh, what about that scene in Breaking Dawn where like they all die at the end? Oh, oh my god! Like, randomly, gosh. that is my favorite moment in any I actually think it's cool movie series there's ever been. Not just Twilight. The whole movie theater was like shocked. <laughs> I mean, we went at midnight when you, when Carlisle's head. I mean, I've oh never been my. more shocked in my life. It was amazing. <laughs> that whole scene, I love that whole movie because yeah, of that. I like the surprise element that they added in. Yeah. Oh, it's so good because as much as I love Stephanie Meyer, I love her. She's great. She gave me my favorite book series there ever was. There is not a lot of action. She loves well, They the have romance. a lot of build-up, yes, but then so there was up. no, like, we yes. want the fight! Give us the fight! Yes, I was so ready for, like, yeah, now we're really... And I'm like, oh, everything's cool. Oh, we're going to have mind. a conversation now? Oh, okay. Back away. I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? So that movie... Oh. Very diplomatic. Yeah, yes. No, I mean, it worked, <laughs> but you def- you're definitely right. Like, we wanted more, not just relationship action, but, like... Yes. More st- story action plot yeah. action besides oh, just jumping off the of cliffs and getting chased by vampires 
but no, I, I agree. I think they, I mean, they're still favorites by many, so uh, there's reasons <laughs> for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. All right, next. What are, since we're talking about some of the movie, um, if you want to include some movie scenes, great. If not, but what are some of your favorite and least favorite moments with these two? I mean, definitely in the movies, like, that baseball scene in Twilight is iconic. Yes. I can think of a few scenes in any movie that I just am, like, so giddy about. And I love the, I love the fight scene in Breaking Dawn. Um, Mm-hmm. You said favorite and least favorite. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really hate. It could just be about Edward and Bella as well. Oh, okay. Well, no, I was, I was literally, I was just going to talk about how much I hate watching Jacob just like smooch all over Bella on that cliff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I just want to, I just want to turn the TV off and never turn it back on when that happens. So. <laughs> so mad (laughs) it makes me mad too (laughs) i think my favorite is um the blood type chapter i love that chapter (laughs) yeah that's where they're really joking around together and they're cute they're adorable in that chapter i hate that that's not in the movies um i also really love the tent scene with jacob and edward yes it's hilarious oh really hear both of their thoughts and really they just get to gush about how much they love bella and as the Bella insert while I was reading it. I was like, ah, these men are in love with me. <laughs> yeah, I <was> so <laughs> in love. <laughs> um, as Which far one as, like, do I choose? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Least favorite part is, um, you know, probably anytime you see them run in the movies, <laughs> it always looks bad to me. I oh, hate it. Uh, there's got to be a better way to make this You mean look. when they're, like, flying through the air? <laughs> yeah, right. Anytime, I, I hate, I literally hate, anytime they fly, they don't fly. Right. They don't fly. They can run really fast. I'm sure they can jump really high, but they do not fly. And Alistair, like, is on level ground, and then just whoop, he like, whoop, whoop, just flies up. <laughs> I, that drives yep. me crazy every time I watch the movies. Uh, I think my favorite scene. So in the movie, I love the end of the first movie when they're dancing at the what prom, is it, prom yeah. or yeah. some that's dance. A great scene. I really think it's a very sweet scene, and that's one of the few movie scenes I'm like. Them. Yeah. Um, it's a very pretty scene and, with all the lights and sort. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do it real well. And then in Breaking Dawn, I just love when they're on the island. Like, what a freaking cool honeymoon, man. Yeah. Like that is and the whole thing in the movie where they go through Rio and they're like having fun. Like it's a little bit more Bella and Edward romance than most of the movies really give us, I would say. Um, I love, I love that scene. And I love that he takes her to Isle Esme, and I just, I love that. Even in in the books, especially, that's great. Um, What I don't really love, I'm trying to think, I don't want to just be picking on, like, the movies at all, because, like, they're, what don't I love? Oh, well, I mean, I could just say most of New Moon. Is that fair? (laughs) I don't, I really, I don't like when he breaks up with her, um... I think that's a heartbreaking scene. We've already talked about that. I also don't really like... I love Seth. 
Okay, oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm just like Seth, getting yeah. way tangenty right now. I love Seth. I'm thinking like through all the wolves and everything. I love the scene where she learns more about them too, mm-hmm. but that's not really with Edward. I don't really like when she has to sneak around him, like Marin was talking about before, to get to Edward and hanging out with them. Jacob. Or to get to Jacob and hanging out with them. I think Edward gets a little too OCD about mm-hmm. like, I'm going to break your car. I'm going to follow you to where you're going. Um that I do not like. Right. But everything else, I think, is just swell. <laughs> just swell. Just swell. <laughs> um, one of my favorites is the, the meadow scene. Uh, oh, love I it. I think it's very beautiful, and I think it's especially um, spellbinding, in a sense, when it's told mm-hmm. through Edward's perspective. Yeah. Because, like, he, I think he, he called it, like, the knot. And, like, this is... Oh, hello, dog. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the moment where, like, the knot needs to unravel um so there's a lot of build up for this scene for him but also just for bella in general it's a very beautiful scene uh Mm. from both perspectives i know Um, i just like uh, i am so glad we got midnight sun so we could get that meadow scene it is enchanting it's so beautiful it's a great scene (laughs) yeah so least favorite i think is any time that he's just trying to protect her by controlling her yeah Yeah. um as we kind of been hinting at and already mentioning um i think it's funny when we have that like actual oh my gosh (laughs) uh that (laughs) your dog has thoughts about this uh that love triangle moment uh i think it's in eclipse I don't remember, but when they're, when they're in, uh, like, her backyard, almost, uh, and... Oh, they're, like, fighting Yeah, and he's like, don't come after my girl, yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight for her, and, like, I think that's a, a funny moment, like, but I'm also like, it. come on, guys, like... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, I just thought of a scene that, that makes my blood boil. It's when Bella comes back, and she has broken her hand by hitting Jacob, and Charlie... Yeah! And Charlie is like... Mm. Oh, well, what did you do? And he's like, oh, I tried to kiss her. And Charlie's like, cool, good job. I love sexual yeah, good job, assault. Kid. Like, I hate that. That makes so me mad. Bad. I'm like, Charlie, mm. you are on my S list for now. I call him <laughs> Chuck when I'm mad at him. And he was Chuck for a lot of that. <laughs> he was Chuck in that okay moment. That. I do kind of not like his little favoritism of mm-hmm. Jacob either. It's not fun. No. I kind of forget that stuff, too. Here's the thing though and like i understand him not liking edward i really get it i would not like edward as a parent i would be like "Ooh, this guy is throwing up red flags all over the place because they're so secretive little emo too right yes and and like charlie just doesn't (laughs) understand and he doesn't know what's happening and so he he really has every right to dislike edward but it doesn't give him the right to like pat Jacob on the back. To root for, for Jacob, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, like kissing Bella without her consent. It's not okay, and so I hate that. So yeah, much. Charlie. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Um, okay, so next question: um, How do you feel about Edward's proposal? Pun intended <laughs> for turning Bella. And what are your thoughts on the baby and Jacob's imprinting? <laughs> we kind of just. Smash these two together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hold on. Tell me what you mean by his proposal for turning Bella when he says he'll if if she marries him. If you marry me, yes. 
I think it's um, pretty rude, to be honest. <laughs> like, that's rude, Edward, and it's not okay. Rude. You shouldn't, like, try to manipulate her into getting what you want um, so that she can get what she wants. I just think any type of manipulation like that is pretty rude, and I don't like it. Yeah. Um, although I do kind of, like, see where he's coming from as, like, a former, mm-hmm. former like, s- I mean, I was... I was raised in a pretty strict religion. And so, you know, as a young person, I was pretty, um, I, I just felt the kind of the same way where I was like, I don't want to have sex until I get married. And so I don't know. I mean, like, I don't think it's okay, but I, I understand you respect where it. Edward was coming from, kind of. In a way, I still think it's dumb and annoying, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> I would understand it more, but he doesn't care so much about his virtue. It's hers. She, it's she's trying true. to protect mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Yes. And that's yeah. where you're. That's where it's not okay. Protecting yep, exactly. her, her virtue, protecting her soul. Like, it's always yeah. a protection thing with I him. Don't, I don't know. Yeah. And then my thoughts about um, the baby and Jacob's imprinting... Um, <laughs> Now, I know that a lot of your listeners, like, probably have never listened to Remember Twilight. You guys haven't listened to me talk about imprinting. Um, I think imprinting is fine. I'm going to fold my hands and put them in <laughs> That's my fair. I think imprinting is just fine. I think it's another part of the magic of Twilight. And mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything gross or wrong about it. And I don't think... Mm-hmm. That Jacob is being like, oh my god, I'm in love with that baby. Like, I, I do not think that at all. <laughs> no, he's not. I think it's a. Well, we get the example of the other guy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we get the example of the other wolf that goes through it before Jacob in the book, at least. Yeah. Um, and they're like, yeah, it's not like a romantic love type of thing mm-hmm. until they're older. So yeah. I get that. Like, it's just sort of weird because you're like, you're wanting Jacob <laughs> to have a romantic interest, <laughs> and then it's like a baby, and we don't get like. 17 years later I'm like I wanted closure for him I find it funny but when, I, uh, I agree I find it funny when he goes to the Collins house they have a conversation I don't remember exactly what the what happened but like oh, Edward yeah. like gives him the keys and says just just like go oh, and I then he that. drives like he drives away and like tries to yep. imprint on girls I don't <laughs> like, like that but I like Edward being such like such a weird scene <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super yeah. <laughs> this might be one of the few places we uh, don't agree because mm. I, I, I get that it's not a romantic for the baby. Part of part of the situation is like, when does that change? Like, what happens? Someday she's seventeen, and all of a sudden, like that part's weird to me because um, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in love. Yeah. We know that. We know that. In theory, you imprint to make stronger werewolves, so we know they're gonna <laughs> have kids, and that's weird to me. I know. So all of that's a little bit weird to Vampire me. Vampire werewolf. I would. So here's my suggestion, Stephanie mm-hmm. Meyer, whoever, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, Devin. Devin sent our suggestion and a uh, Jacob text where they like have to go through that experience of like falling in love when they're yes, older like when they're older yeah. like having that experience that. you don't want that so, actually, <laughs> i would love that. to see that and then yeah especially guys, if she like doesn't love him in that way and then she like finds somebody else and like then there's a little bit of a love triangle maybe action. no way well, i thought i thought about other. that too i would like that just on principle of it being cool 
Like her being mm-hmm. like, yeah. I don't love you. And Jacob still being like, that's okay. Like, I'm still going to be your bro and like hang out with you for mm-hmm. the rest of your life. And th- I think that's part of why I'm like imprinting is fine. Because even if Renesmee was like, actually, I am totally not in love with you. Jacob would still be like, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to be yeah. like, that's not what this is all about. This is about like protection. Right. I guess like Aaron, right. I hadn't really thought about that. It is to like, <laughs> keep the line going but and yeah that doesn't <laughs> <pretty> <laughs> it's ultimately and for me it's like why couldn't it have happened later on yeah. could we get an epilogue where we're told that the imprinting happens when she becomes yeah. maybe right. John of age at first sight this is fantasy <laughs> let's just make it up so we're comfortable no, right, right, right. but ultimately Well, okay, so I'm going to do a little plug for my podcast, but if you guys listen to Mm -hmm. our interview with Stephanie Meyer, she does talk about how she's, one of the things that she's planning on writing is a Jacob Renesmee. Oh my gosh. Okay. And I will totally read it, but I'll be mad the whole time. (laughs) But you'll be mad. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. So we definitely Um, asked about it. I mean, it's not like it's not on our minds. Like we we asked about it. Oh, of course. awesome yeah i follow somebody on tiktok who is a team jacob and she as much as i'm not a team jacob her points are so interesting Mm -hmm. and i don't know it's very interesting but her ideas on imprinting has really shifted my thought process on it because it's really Mm -hmm. like enslavement like they lose all Mm -hmm. of their free will they have to they're devoted to this person entirely Mm-hmm. without any choice like it's just something it, snaps right is it their actual feelings or is it because they're forced to feel those feelings yeah exactly yeah. and then it's like i mean poor sam he loved leah but mm. he oh, imprinted know. you know and he had that's to one of the most family. tragic stories I mean, honestly but then but leah having to deal with all the repercussions I know. of that poor leah i love her i do too i i love she's leah. great um But yeah, I feel similarly to actually both of you about imprinting somehow. It's something I don't think I'll ever have a decisive answer on. Like I said, it's weird that she's a baby, but I get that he's not romantically in love with her. All of that. We don't have to rehash it. But back to the proposal question. I'm going to throw something that I think actually is a little different than what everyone thinks. (laughs) I don't mind it because ultimately Edward was going to... he, He was like, you can go to someone else but if you want me to change you like i think it's important that we are unified in this way because i'm more traditional and if you want me to do it then we should get married right and i actually have questions like i I don't think they needed to get married because they'd be together forever anyway but i think if it was important to him it's something that she should consider too and she does she says yes i wonder why she cares so much about it like why she's so against it because she's turning into a vampire for the dude and i'm like is this really like the worst thing you can envision you're turning into a vampire you're gonna live forever at 17 but it's marriage right. that is the scary <laughs> I'll tell you, thing i'll tell you why, I'm like, like from my point of view and from what i've talked about a lot is that it is her being like i do not under any circumstances want to be like renee Mm, and so, yeah, it does mom. come from her mom. Yeah, she was, she's, that's some like deep seated trauma. <laughs> like Renee's a mm-hmm. bad mom, period. Shrug. I know. And we could talk about Renee, but I agree. <laughs> it comes from 
the Renee, the, the whole thing that happens with Renee and her father, and I totally get that, but I think it's actually something she needs to grapple with sure. before she does commit herself to Edward in this relationship, not just as a vampire, but also eventually as a wife like i think she can't go into it without having grappled with right. that deep seated insecurity and that's why i think it is kind of an important thing too because she is about to commit herself as a vampire to this man yeah. so she needs to work through that and i think she does i think edward helps her get through that insecurity and mistrust i think she's still yeah. a little um, embarrassed even like at the wedding to be getting married <laughs> right she's yeah. like i've never been more embarrassed in my life because of her young high school friends there, and she's like, what are they thinking about me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm not a fan that their marriage is set up only so that he will turn her. I don't like that aspect. I know. Um, that's kind of... It doesn't set up like marriage as like a good value in their relationship. <laughs> right. So yep. it, it comes with strings attached. I'm like, I feel that. Ooh, yeah. that's icky. <laughs> As for his actual proposal, though, I love his actual. Proposal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Oh, I'm me like, too. Romantic. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is, it is his mother's ring, right? Or his grandmother's ring? I think it's his mother's ring. Mother's ring. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. <laughs> Another question with Jacob involved. <laughs> uh, Jacob calls Edward Bella's drug and says that he would be that he, Jacob, would be Bella's heir and son. How is this true? How is this false? What do you think? Um, it's true pre-werewolf. Yeah. It's true pre-werewolf. <laughs> pre-werewolf. Yeah, he was. He was so healthy for her then. Mm-hmm. And she was obsessed. And mm-hmm. I get it. But he turned into a werewolf and he was no longer at that healthy option. The Aaron he got son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have nothing to add I, to that. That's exactly right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he gives her a reprieve when she's going through withdrawal. Yeah, yeah. That's where it comes from. It's her he Aaron son when concept. she's depressed. <laughs> he does. Oh, yeah. And it's like when Edward comes back, immediately she turns to him and he's like, it's okay. You'll come back to me. And we're like, no, she won't stop me. And I will fight for you every moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think it is true. And even Bella and Edward kind of comment on that. Bella is Edward's drug and vice versa. They both make the note that is it does he say like I'm what I'm your brand of heroin? Is that what the is that what the line is? She's his, yeah. Yeah. Um so it's funny to see that Jacob also notices this. <laughs> um, I, I, I think so, everybody kind of sees it. It's pretty obnoxiously yeah. obvious. <laughs> <laughs> um so I get where he's coming from. I also feel like he is a fresh breath of fresh air for Bella, and I he is na- naturally a more warming personality um, mm-hmm. for Bella as well. Literally, like he's the heater for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I said earlier, know. I think they both need breaks. Everyone needs breaks. <laughs> they do. They do, and it's fine to have a friend who is totally different from your partner yeah i mean he's totally different and they get along for different reasons and it's fine Mm -hmm. either way and so and that just comes with maturity and not being so um what's the word i'm looking for 
insecure, not being so insecure. Yeah. You know, it just comes with like having a more secure personality and knowing who you are and being more secure in your relationship. Then you can go and mm-hmm. be friends with your friend who's totally different from your partner, and your partner can be like the yeah, other just friends, and it's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I struggled with he, when. She, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say after Jacob turned into a werewolf, it it changed because his personality changed, but right. Um, I, I struggled with the moment when she makes the realization, the epiphany that she's actually in love with both of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you are, but it's not the same kind of love. Yeah. Like you need to be able to, like you as a person need to be able to de- decipher between like, what is, um, I forget what the familiar, not the familial, the f- like, like more platonic, friendly type of love is. Brotherly love. Like brotherly love mm-hmm. versus like, intimate love like yeah. you need to be able to mm-hmm. decipher that and if you can't then <laughs> what's going on right. <laughs> like, so she does make that i think it's at the end of like middle end of the eclipse that she's like oh yeah wow i guess i am in love with you uh yeah, but, i love them but both. you're not yeah. though she's you're not, not. <laughs> and it's just like it's one of those things where it's like she's not she's just confused and jacob almost died and so she got scared mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. she's scared yeah. and she's like, oh, and my I gosh, hate that I he plays off him. of those like, emotions. Of course you mm-hmm. love him, but that's not the same as being in love with him. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. And then he manipulates her and says, like, kiss me before I die. Gross. Like, I hate it. Oh, yeah. Don't start. Gross. That was gross. And I really hate that it's justified at the end that she says she loves him because it's like, no, that's not how that works. You don't get to assault someone. And then they're like, oh, mm-hmm. you're right. It worked. Mm-hmm. I hate that. <laughs> no, hate Bella that needs... Uh, that's, my, that's the part I hate. She needs an aunt. <laughs> she needs one of us. <laughs> yes. To, like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay. So, what are our thoughts on Midnight Sun? Do you like this addition to the saga? I love it. I love Midnight Sun so much. <laughs> I it's so long. It. Yeah, it was a long time coming, and it was everything I wanted it to be. Um, Me too. When Emily and I first started Remember Twilight, we did the first 12 chapters of Midnight Sun as it was originally leaked Mm. on Stephanie Meyer's website. So we did those 12 chapters in tandem with the first 12 chapters of Twilight, and when it ended, okay. we had a funeral for it. Like, we were so sad that it was over. <laughs> and it was like, please, uh, you know, if there's a God, he, he'll he send us Midnight Sun. And so now I guess I have to be a believer. But it it is so good. And, you know, uh, we, we got to ask Stephanie about it before it came out. And then we got to interview her about it after it came out. But the questions we asked her before is just like, you know, do we get to see more of, like, Edward's anxiety and stuff? And she was like, oh, you have no idea the anxiety (laughs) of this man. And, you know, it's just, like, it just answered um, questions that we'd always speculated on and wanted to know. And Mm -hmm. uh, just, like, getting to know Edward better and (laughs) live inside his really demented mind for a little while was just so wonderful. I loved it. I love Midnight Sun. Your all's conversation about him being a cat with the pizza and throwing up is one of my favorite moments in podcasts. So you all need to go back and listen to that. It's so good. That is so funny. Cried, it's great. So hard. It is so funny. 
Yeah, I love I love Midnight Sun because we get to hear everything he's thinking, but we also get to hear everything that everybody else is thinking. Yeah. So I love that. I love all the little behind the scenes. Like I always watch commentary on movies that I love. Like I I love that bonus content. So mm-hmm. it's perfect. This is all bonus content. Absolutely. <laughs> I- it was so exciting to me to see how big it was. Like when it first came out, I was like, "Yeah!" Like some people don't like big books, but when I like really want to read yeah. a book, I'm like, "It never, it'll never end. This is great." Yeah. Um, and I just, I really loved it because we actually got to learn more about the Collins mm-hmm. through Edward's mind, and that's something that we is just completely new to us, other than like him experiencing Bella and us understanding how serious he was about it. Um, I think he. we also learned the doubts of his family and the struggle they went through mm-hmm. and then they're coming to acceptance through his perspective, which gives you just a whole new perspective of when they first met Bella and they were so welcoming. They had already gone through <laughs> all of these, well, what is this going to do to the family, blah, blah, blah. And I just... I really thought that was an interesting thing to see um, because so often the Collins come off as just these confident, collected, cool members in the background. But truly, right. like through through Edward's perspective, we hear Alice's thoughts, we hear Carlisle's thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Um, so I really, really like Midnight Sun. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. I was going to say real fast, one of the things I really love about it is that we get to see kind of... I mean, we still didn't get, like, action, action, but we got to see them, like, chasing (laughs) James through Canada and, like, Mm -hmm. going down to Arizona and, like, the car chase on the freeway and Mm -hmm. stealing, like, Grand Theft Auto and all sorts of crazy (laughs) stuff. And it's like, Bella had no idea that stuff was happening. And then just, oh, we are not spoiler free, (laughs) but, like, him (laughs) agonizing over the videotape mm, and then you know the yeah, camera yes. and him the little tiny things like him carrying that stupid lemonade cap around with him for mm, mm, yep i can't i i'm gonna cry talking about it it's so <laughs> yep. good i love midnight sun yeah no i agree i think we get all the and we get so much because he's always hearing from other people but also mm-hmm because he never sleeps so there's yeah. n- there's never like a break like you, there, it's just continuous like growth in the character growth in the other characters that we've already like gotten to know but we get more of the story in itself and i was like okay this is getting really long and really detailed but i was like i'm kind of okay with it <laughs> yeah keep going <laughs> um i know i really enjoyed the perspective the just a different change um uh, there uh, let's be honest like i think he's a bit of a better storyteller than bella (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um and just to see his anxiety and his uh why he acts the way that he does and what's like going on inside his head because we only see him being like very haughty towards her and very like closed off and then but we see like the change throughout and like how he's grappling with the choices that he's making yeah um, which is but i also love when you get to hear him be like oh my gosh why did i just say it like that was so stupid <laughs> be a normal like, oh, teenager so exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah even though he's I'm like a hundred and whatever years old <laughs> it doesn't matter he's still a teenage husband he mm-hmm. <laughs> i love how he just 
in Twilight, he's so stoic and oh crap, I'm having a thought, you know, he, he zones out. But then in Midnight Sun, we get to learn like what he's thinking about. You know, he's thinking about the time mm-hmm. when he, oh, was like going and killing all those people or oh, mm-hmm. um, having a moment with Carlisle at Christmas. Like those little things that like he never tells. Oh, yes, yeah. All he those small Bella, little moments. But we get to learn about them and it just gives him so much more humanity and more depth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. That's great. <laughs> Devin, bring us home. Okay, if you insist. <laughs> <laughs> We're putting a closer onto this conversation. Yes. <laughs> no. We have a lot to say. All right, so final question. Do we ship it? Yes. 100%. Of course. <laughs> yes. Give us your one second spiel. Why do you ship it? Oh my gosh, their romance is epic. It is. Uh, Bella, Bella um, reaching her full potential through this relationship with this person. Uh, they, they reach their full potential together. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Good. I ship it, which I, you know, there were moments in there where Jacob may have made an appearance. No, <laughs> ultimately, Edward and Bella, I think, are endgame. I think the two of them understand each other. They've gone through a lot together. And in the end, even if there were some unhealthy moments, I think they work it out. And I think they're they're good for each other. Don't hate me Devin. at all. <laughs> oh, no! Are you throwing a wrench I'm at the end of this episode? I'm not throwing a huge wrench. Just a small one. Is it going to be a, well, maybe? Yes, I, I have, yet. like, some uh-huh. contingencies as to, like, yes, but... <laughs> Like, I don't approve of all the things that, like, the decisions that he makes and um, their dependency and the fact that some of their relationship is based off of, like, strings attached kind of deals. Like, oh, I want to root for them the entire time, but I'm also, like, torn because they're making stupid decisions because they're just teenagers. And I'm like, I don't know. Womp womp. <laughs> I really. I ship it every. I, I, I yes, I, I I ship it, but I'm like. But, but there are reservations <laughs> yes. there. Justifiably, Devin so. has a healthy perspective. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Thank you, Devin. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm the I'm the sane one. Apparently, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> totally, totally, just joking there. Um, That's. <laughs> All right, so... Any other thoughts before we go into comments? Yes. Just that this has been so fun. Seriously, nobody lets me talk about Twilight as much. (laughs) We will happily have you talk Twilight. (laughs) Yes, come back anytime. Um, But there you have it. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. This has just been wonderful. Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yay. Uh, Well, there you have it, our thoughts on Bella, Edward, and Jacob. Now, what do you all think? Our first comment comes in from... Elena, and she says neither is a good choice. She needs to grow into herself because she's too dependent on them. Also, oh, Edward... <laughs> yeah, Devin! Yes, Devin, did you write that? No, 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 I did not. <laughs> also, Edward watches her when she sleeps and is very manipul- is really manipulative. So, if I had to choose, I'd say Jacob is the better pick for sure. Interesting. Oh, Elena! Wait, well, in, she, she's she the real like wrench. The I'm just the toy. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's great is that she didn't say anything that we didn't cover. 
Like we Correct. we d- yeah, definitely touched true. on everything that she said. So I mean, they're all valid points. We just mm-hmm. um, disagree totally. fundamentally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fundamentally, we hear what you're Thank saying. You so but <laughs> Thank you, Elena, for writing in. Uh, next, we have Catalina. Hi, Catalina. How you doing? Thanks for writing in. She's one of our regulars. We love you. Shout out. Um, okay, so. Team Edward, oh, there we go, starts right off with Team Edward. They fell in love first, and Jacob didn't have his wolf imprint with Bella. Edward has been waiting a hundred years for someone like Bella. He loved her so much that he was always so concerned about accidentally hurting her. I understand why Jacob is jealous of his teenage crush throughout the series, and he just wants her safe too, but without the wolf imprint, I don't think they would have worked long term. And that's how, oh, that's how all the other wolves found significant others. That's a fair point, too. Mm-hmm. Although, he only did imprint on Bella's child. So, if the child didn't exist. <laughs> but there'd be no yeah, way but to I know think that. The reason why, there would I think no the way. reason why he had such a connection with Bella was because part of... I don't think so. You don't I think so? Egg, egg Nesme. <laughs> no Egg Nesme. I do not believe <laughs> that he would be attracted to... To Edward at least a week before. It was Edward. <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah. Oh All right, that's fair. That is really. You, uh, it would Thank be you. a horrible fear for Bella forever. Like someday you could just imprint on somebody. You could just imprint. That's true. It would have made her insecure and it would not have worked. So yeah. I think I agree with you, Catalina. All right. Love it. And our final comment, short and sweet, comes from Mary. And Mary says, unhealthy. So unhealthy. <laughs> Uh, She then proceeded to send a YouTube link of a therapist reacting to Twilight for the first time. (laughs) Wait, I want to see that. Check out the. All right, Mary, if you listen to this, send me this link again. Oh, she probably sent it to the podcast. Yeah, she did. So I'll watch it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> that is great <laughs> but anyway thank you all for writing yes, in thank you guys. we love you guys um, before we end the episode though I just wanted to thank Marin and Aaron for joining us and I wanted to throw it over to each of you to talk a little bit about your podcast and then what's coming up for you all in the next couple of months I can't wait to hear what Marin's going to say <laughs> <laughs> okay fine I'll go first uh, um, okay, so Remember Twilight is a book podcast about the entire Twilight series. We go literally page by page. We say chapter by chapter, but we are a page by page to podcast. Uh, we wow. covered, we started from the beginning of Twilight. We covered every single book in the saga. We did Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn. Life and Death, The Short Second Life of Bree Tanner, and Midnight Sun. We have finished the series. That doesn't mean we have finished podcasting. We are on a break right now. But um, we, I would love it and? if you would give it a listen. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Is there something else coming? <laughs> uh, we haven't, I mean... We there's lots of stuff that we we could do and we've talked about. So okay. fair <laughs> um, enough, fair enough. We love Twilight. We are not we are not haters. We are Twilight positive and um, we are always open to any discussion and any inbox and any type of hanging out talking about Twilight type of stuff. We also have cool. a Patreon <laughs> if you'd like to join us there. There is 
years of bonus content on that. Oh so even gosh. though we're wow. not making anything new right now for our Patreon, if you join, you've got three years of bonus content to partake of. Look at that. Wow. So, um... Thanks for having me, and my co-host Emily is hilarious and one of the smartest people I know, so check her out, too. Yeah, she's probably jealous on. now that she wasn't part of this conversation. <laughs> she's awesome. Emily, we uh, love you as well. Yeah, we're both on Instagram, uh, except I never check it. We're both on Facebook, except I never check it, and so follow the podcast on all those things. Awesome. Thank you. Um, our podcast is called My Skeptical Sister, and uh, we tell we usually tell two stories each episode, but it's a lot of banter. So if you don't like that banter, then you probably won't love our podcast. <laughs> uh, we we tell you know scary stories. The stories are scary, and then we joke and laugh and curse and <laughs> do all that kind yeah. of thing. So uh, you know, listen with discretion. Um, <laughs> I've always think of like if i'm gonna tell somebody to start on an episode i think our scariest story is episode 40 full moon energy Mm. it was a really scary like witch story it was really good oh it was very good um we're actually gonna record as soon as i get off here with you guys she's coming over oh my goodness um, that's great yeah so we don't have anything Upcoming that I can think of, but we're you know just going to continue to do this. We did just get enough on our Patreon that we can afford an editor once a month, so oh, that wow. is very awesome. exciting because I can't keep doing it this much. <laughs> it's a lot of editing. <laughs> so yes, it's a lot. So yeah, we have a Patreon. We also um, we do like movie nights once a month with our Patreons, and um, we ha- we're on TikTok. We do a TikTok every week. That's ridiculous because we're both old and we don't know what we're doing and uh (laughs) we're on instagram and have a facebook page that's great nice awesome well thank you guys so much for joining us (laughs) oh thank you yeah (laughs) (laughs) we loved having you join us yes thank you guys this was so much fun yeah and we wish you the best with your shows and whichever avenue you uh and emily go on next Marin, we wish you the best of luck and of course thank you listeners for following us as we near our 100th episode which is coming up very shortly we were both uh, stephanie and i and i were both surprised that it was coming up so quickly on us <laughs> oh my gosh congratulations that's a huge well, thank you that's awesome Thank you. Thank you. you. And if you're, uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review. We'd love to hear from you. Yep. And please engage with us on social. Uh, follow Marin and Aaron and their podcasts. And follow us too. Devin's always the one in the uh, in Messenger. <laughs> Chat with Devin. Um, we love chatting with you all and hearing about your ships. Um, and if you ever want to join us for an episode, just reach out to us on Instagram or uh, send us your comments over email at weshipitpodcast at gmail.com. We love you, shippers. No measure of time with you will be long enough. <laughs> But we'll start with forever. (laughs) See you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.